Hello, it's Vaya. I just wanted to say g'day and have a little catch up about how I'm going because obviously I haven't uploaded a podcast in a month, which I knew. I knew I was going to take October off. However, I did not communicate that to uh, the neighbors community. <laughs> so what happens is I kind of go hell for leather with all my activities and then I fall in a heap and have to kind of recharge. So I knew I was sort of staggering to the finish line to get the Neighbours 100th episode up. I knew that as soon as that happened, I was going to have a few weeks off. And as soon as it got uploaded, I just kind of collapsed and went, okay, I need a minute. And I didn't even put the blog post of that episode up on the website. But on my to-do list, it says, announce month off. And it's still on my to-do list. So I took October off and didn't announce it, which is rude of me. So it's November. I'm sitting here in my living room, which hey, it's actually the PirateNet Studios. So it's legit. It's a rainy Melbourne, almost summer day. Thought I'd just chill out, have a chat. The podcast will be back in November with CJ, with Kate, with the odd fun guest. Uh, that's the kind of thing. The reason I do burn out a little bit making the podcast is I do essentially everything myself. And I do have amazing co-hosts that are just giant legends and do so much for me and support me. But I chose to kind of do a lot of the mechanical, technical stuff myself so I wouldn't burden other people. So I do, you know, I arrange, I book the show and produce it and make my partner vacuum when people are coming over and we record and then we, and then I edit it and I can never edit it the same day that we record. It's a weird thing. I just, I need a day away from it. So whenever I record, we I take a day, I edit it the next day and it takes hours and hours and hours and hours because as much as we try, we cannot talk less. So <laughs> it's always going to be long. Sorry, not sorry. And then sourcing audio clips and all that sort of bizzo and uploading it and then promoting it and then putting it on the website and telling people to listen to it. it can be a bit draining, just always selling yourself and promoting yourself. I always feel a bit guilty, like, oh, okay, surely people are sick of me promoting my neighbor's podcast to them, but you've got to do it when it's your independent project. And obviously, you've got to go to my day job writing quiz questions for TV. Otherwise, uh, who's going to do that? <laughs> And also I had to start another podcast. I've actually, I'm starting a third podcast as well, which is a long story for another time, but that's only going to be a pilot. So that's not going to be a whole thing. But I wanted to start a second podcast, not to take away from Neighbours, but because I want to actually broaden what I can talk about so that when I'm putting myself out there in, in the local entertainment industry of podcasting, I can say, hey, I don't just talk about Neighbours, I talk about other TV shows, <laughs> at least. His neighbours can be a hard sell, as you know, as a neighbours viewer, when you're discussing it with the people in your life. It can be a bloody hard sell trying to move beyond just your toadies and your Paul Robinsons and having a proper conversation with people about it. Um, sidebar, playing for keeps, if you have access to it, is a cracker of a watch. We've been watching it for Buddy Watch, the other podcast, and I have had a hoot of a time. And I think that's why... I was able to kind of put more energy into Buddy Watch over October because I really loved watching Playing for Keeps. Whereas, let's just take a little minute to talk about what Neighbours has been like lately. And Neighbours has been hard yakka, mainly because I get queasy thinking about members of the same family having intimate relationships with each other and each other's relatives. 
namely Leo starting a relationship with his father's ex into rage. And, oh, God, Gaz Can and Amy. I mean, I know that there's characters and you've got to use them and the main cast are, like, contracted to be there every day and you've got to put them in stories, but she was with his son for months and months. And, again, I just, as we mentioned in the in a previous episode, my friend Joe and I used to always say if someone had a person in common, we'd go, we've both been somewhere. As in downstairs in the nether regions. How can you share genitalia with a family member? I just don't, like, I don't think there's anyone that good. Maybe if, like, say you're really into um, Ryan Reynolds and then Ryan Reynolds' dad is like, hey, you're down. Maybe you'd sort of go, oh, yeah, I could sort of see myself, but no. Oh brain does not compute. So it got to the point where I just was feeling actually sick watching the Therese Leo Paul thing play out and the Gary Amy thing play out. And then there was another thing in there as well. Piper and the brothers. Usually it's Tyler and the Willis sisters. And this time it was Piper and the getting down to business with the two half brothers. The return of tiles was fun. Um, I'm sure we'll touch on that when we reconvene on the pod, but the whole uh, rounding off of the Hamrost murder plot line. Uh, Tyler should not have been released, by the way, because he still coward punched his father. Anyway, it's, it's been a bit hard to stomach. And then Ned with Bloody B, his ex's sister. Just stop writing relatives into the show for a bit to give everyone a chance to kind of cleanse the bloodlines. Um, I want to read a little message here from Vicky, who posted it on the Neighbours Council, our fa- our Facebook group, which is just so great. Just punch in Neighbours to Facebook and you'll see either the page or the group. Join both. The group is just where we have all these chats at any time of day or night. This is Vicky and I just love what she's written here. And this is probably why I had a little trouble getting into Neighbours the last month or so. Vicky, at the risk of starting a serious conversation about a silly soap, side note, like that's all we do, but that's fine. Is anyone else finding the pattern of controlling men the scriptwriters are delivering us just a little bit concerning? Paul won't take no for an answer from Therese, relentlessly pursues her and constantly threatens to ruin her career to manipulate her affections, acts like a total man-baby douchebag when she rejects him for the bazillionth time. Paul, part two, won't allow his daughter to say no to a man she doesn't want to live with. Gary... Asked by Amy to give her space to consider their relationship, almost immediately approaches her with an ultimatum. I am pro-gamey, but this bit frustrated me. Mark, like Gary, issued Ellie with an ultimatum despite her saying she needed space. Pierce, where do I even start? Pretty Woman got away with it because it was 1990 and men in movies carried massive mobile phones, drove fast cars that were clearly cover-ups for their sexual inadequacy and generally treated all women like whores. But this is 2018, guys. Have I missed anyone? Thoughts. P.S. Don't even get me started on the hypocrisy of age gaps. Addendum, Dr. Rob, because everything he does. Love that comment. Oh, my cat wants to go outside. Hang on. Okay. By outside, I mean the courtyard. I can see her hanging around in. We don't let the cats go outside. As a general rule, it's not safe for them. And also, the amount of editing of the cats out we have to do on this podcast is nuts. Mainly, they're just scared of visitors, but now they're used to... People like Kate and CJ, so they just wander out and start annoying us. Okay, this started a really great chat, and obviously she's preaching to the choir. Vicky, like, 100% agree with you. There is some weird writing of the controlling men on the show, and they do sometimes try and combat it with Piper being woke or um, 
or Xanthi or Ellie every now and then, someone will get on their soapbox and say, hey, you shouldn't act like that. But then they just reward the damaging behavior anyway. And Rose added to the conversation, OMG, yes, every time this happens and no one says anything, I feel so uncomfortable watching. There have been so many instances where the men of Erin's bread don't take no for an answer or get angry when they hear it or say things like, but I've been so nice to you. It drives me crazy. Laura added, actually hate Paul now, telling Therese she's old and that Leo is young and attractive and will leave her, sabotaging Leo's life and business, pushing Gary's cart in the lake. <laughs> gold, by the way, trying to make Amy buy a house with some guy she hadn't even said I love you to. I'm also annoyed at Carl for the way he treated Susan when Jemima turned up. Let's all be like Ned, who was asked to give B space while still remaining her friend and who has done exactly that. Although that's only been done because the writers wanted to tease this story out, not because they want to show what a good guy he is. So yeah, sometimes I do need a little detox from the problematic nature of the storytelling on the show, which is partly due to the fact that it's a soap and there are certain parameters they have to stay within. But I think they've painted themselves into this corner by continuing to write siblings and who are then enraged their family members and I don't know. I think we've all seen cartoonishly angry Paul enough times to, you know, be treated to a breather from that behaviour. So, that's Neighbours Chat. Uh, very excited that Evil Millsy is back. Still one of the problematic men we've just discussed on the show, but at least he's not related to anyone on there. And because we met him and he's a great time. I enjoy watching his performance. Okay, November, we'll be back. We're planning a little vlog that we're going to shoot at a, uh, a Melbourne location where a Neighbours storyline took place, which is going to be a great time. So keep an eye out for that on our YouTube channel, Neighbours Pod. Every now and then we like to chuck up a little treat on that channel. Patreon. I want to refresh Patreon a little bit because I've it became a source of stress for me because I thought I was disappointing people and I wasn't posting enough bloopers. Also, we don't actually generate that many bloopers on the podcast because we kind of just keep a lot of our just keep a lot of it in because it's funny. And really the only bloopers I cut out are actual stumbles or um, you know, people just repeating themselves or or really defamatory stuff that I don't want out there anyway. So I'm not, you know, so I might just actually revamp Patreon so that there's every now and then a bonus episode or a live hangout with me slash us if that's something you'd be interested in because it just sounds like fun where we could just, I could live chat and answer questions and we could talk about stuff we haven't covered on the pod or stuff we have covered on the pod. But, like, tell me what you would like. Either mention it in the Neighbours Council or in an email or Twitter. Uh, I look at all that stuff. So, drop me a line. And anything else that might help you in your consumption of this podcast. I bloody love the lot of you. It's so comforting when people send supportive messages or if we've been gone for a while, people ask when we're back and it's just nice. And um, every now and then you think you're just shouting into the void and then you remember, oh no, there's people that enjoy this and like it and it helps their commute or their washing of dishes or whatever it is that it helps you with. So uh, that's wonderful because I feel the same way about the podcasts I listen to. And I always listen back to my to neighbours as well. Like I always pop it on in the car the day after I upload it just to mainly check I haven't left any mistakes in. But I enjoy it and Kate and CJ always crack me up. Like I forget, like I hear what they say at the time and I, I register it. But then when I listen back to it, they've just snuck in little punchlines that I haven't even expected and it's a joy. 
it's a joy to listen back to. So these are my ramblings. If you also more than happy to just do solo rambles like this all the time, I'm in my pajamas. I'm on the couch. I didn't have to vacuum for the visitors. This is so easy. So if you'd like more of these in off weeks or on Patreon or however you'd like to consume them, please let me know. There just won't be there won't be musical stings and jingles in this situation. Because often what happens is Kate will say a song title and then look at me with, you know, the knowing look like she knows I have to put it at the end of the track or she knows I'll have to drop it in. So it's really just her that creates my work by referencing songs that I have to then source. So this has been fun. I hope everyone's going well. Uh, I hope everyone's geared up to get through the rest of the year if it's a hectic time for you. Take it easy if you can. We'll check back in soon. Episode 101 will drop in November 2018. I'll wait for the first episode to inspire us. That will be the one that gets us back and watch the socials. Neighbours Pod, Twitter, Facebook, Buddy Watch Pod, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Love to have you over there. Lots of Neighbours Chats leaks into that podcast as well. Don't worry. And Faya Pashos, that's me. Chat soon. Bye.